she not a lesbian for peace, she turned pivian, push pin, push pin. It's pre-Friday. It's pre-Friday. It's baby Friday. It's junior Friday. Happy almost Friday. That's what I say on Thursdays all the time. Happy almost Friday. Happy pre-Friday. It's technically Friday. It's technically Friday, everybody. Relax. Let's get into my three favorites. Top three. Top three. Let's get into it. Number one, you guys know I love <clears throat> Miss Emma, Miss Emma Chamberlain. I love her. I love her. Um, but I also love her coffee. And <clears throat> my mom was so kind to get, um, I had not tried the pods. She made uh, like K-cups. Um, I used to do just her like espresso um, and I still would, but I just don't have my espresso machine on me. I lost it. I don't know where it went. <laughs> Hence the, well, I moved out of my house and shit's still at my ex's yeah I don't know I lost my espresso machine so I needed these k-cups and she got the family blend pods I have done the fancy mouse espresso blend love it have done it a few times and um the k-cups are just as amazing art on it's beautiful coffee tastes wonderful Emma never misses that's my first fave Number two <clears throat> is going to be me pacing around my room <laughs> to figure out what number two is going to be. Um, <clears throat> number two is actually going to be my spare change jar that I got from Amazon. It says boob job fund. That's it. <laughs> yep. It's just spare change. I hate spare change. I hate spare change. If I pay with cash and I get handed change, Ugh, I hate change. So I wanted to make it fun instead of like, oh my gosh, I have a bone to pick with men. You guys put change in your pocket and then you just throw it wherever you want. Get a change jar. Get a change jar and organize it. Get a boob job fund and then it'll all stay together and it'll look funny if you get the boob job fund jar or it'll look nice. Men specifically, I haven't seen women do this. Or at least I haven't, I personally haven't seen a woman do this. Men stop putting change on counters. Men stop emptying your pockets and just putting it wherever you want. (laughs) Yeah, stop it. Because guess who's picking it up after you? Probably not you. Third fave is um, Mango Cart. Mango Cart is my third fave. And we have been, I think Mango Cart and I are about to kiss right now. I think Mango Cart, not Mango Cart, I think Golden Road Brewing and I are about to kiss right now. Um, Yeah, I mentioned them in a story on Tuesday and they gave me three heart eye emojis and reposted me. Oh, thank you, Golden Road Brewing. We are about to kiss right now. And I said, I would sell my soul for you, White Heart. And yesterday they said, we wouldn't ask that of you. I love them. Hello and welcome to episode seven. Um, I went air quote MIA, uh, not really MIA, but I just didn't publish any episodes for a few days. I was on a roll. I had a lot to say. I had a lot of stories to tell. I had a lot of opinions and thoughts to give. 
And to be quite honest, for the last few days, I've had nothing going on up there. I've had nothing going on up there except for relaxing and doing what I need to do to take care of my mental and emotional right now and physical. I was just tired. (laughs) I was just tired. That's all. So before we get into the episode today, since I haven't talked to you guys in a while, I'm just going to give you a little rundown on my week, what I did, what my week looked like, businesses that I went to, highs and lows. I'll give you highs and lows. And yeah, I think that'd be a good way to start it before jumping right into the topic of this episode, which is the importance of having a routine. And I'm not going to just like harp on you about having a routine. No. Because I am a firm believer in balance as well. I think there needs to be some balance. I think there needs to be some laziness. I think there needs to be some relaxing mixed in with your routine. Because you got to have both. So don't think I'm going to lecture you the whole time. This is not a lecturing podcast. I'm also not your mom. And I'm not a mom. So I'm not going to lecture anybody. I'm also not a teacher or a professor. No, I'm just a person with opinions and shit. So yeah, I'll get into what my week looked like, share my highs and lows, and then we'll get into the episode. So Monday, I used to, and now I love Mondays again. I started not liking Mondays when I was working full time because it knew or I knew that the week was starting again and I just dreaded it. I dreaded Mondays. I dreaded the week starting corporate type job beat. But when I worked for my business, when I worked for myself and now as I'm freelancing, I love Mondays. I use Mondays as a space filler in my week, which a lot of people may find bizarre because technically Monday is the start of a work week for anybody else and it's the start of like school weeks it's pretty much the start of everybody's week but when I was running Shop Nelly I used Monday as like admin days or like catch-up days we were never open on Mondays like the store specifically and very rarely I would still process orders, but very rarely did we like do anything on Mondays. It was always like admin work or meetings and just a day for me to work at home and like not do anything super tedious and like tasking to my body, more like computer work. And so that's kind of how I treat Mondays in my personal life now. And as I'm like freelancing too. So this Monday, I think I left my house, but I was pretty much in my pajamas the entire day making sure that I was getting set up for the week for work, doing all the things I needed to do, contacting all the people I needed to contact, um, making sure that my environment, my room was clean and organized again so that I could have a good week. It's just how I am. (laughs) Um, And just was lazy and just took it easy. Enjoyed my day and eased into the week. That's how I usually liked to do it prior to accepting my first full-time job, which I only had for a few months. So minus those two months, that's pretty much how I treat my Mondays is as a space filler, a way to ease into the week and not hate your life every Monday. Enjoy your Mondays. 
And if that means you have to work maybe a little bit longer on a Friday or on another day, so be it. It means you won't hate your Mondays and you won't dread your week starting. But obviously I know not everyone has that luxury and not everyone's supervisors or bosses would allow something like that. But it's what works for me. It's what works for my schedule right now. So yeah, Monday was like my dead day. Monday was my relax and just do nothing day. So that's how it started. And that's how I like starting my week. I like starting my week slow. I also like starting my mornings slow. Um, Do not try to talk to me in the morning before my coffee. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But I'm saying like, um, I just need to sit and sip my coffee. I need to sit and do nothing. I just need to sit and relax. You need to stop. Every so often you just need to stop and do nothing. Hence the Mondays for me. I guess also on Monday I had a doctor's appointment. I actually had to go to the gynecologist. (laughs) Ew, ladies, that place. I had to start going really young because I got an IUD when I was 19. And so I just, I started going earlier than 21 because of that. So luckily I'm in the groove now and like I'm not creeped out by it anymore But that was, yeah, a thing in itself. That was a very Monday thing. But it still didn't make me hate my week. No, it didn't. I went like a champ, took it like a champ, and relaxed the rest of the day. But yeah, I had a doctor's appointment. And then I also kind of touched up my, um, like, work stuff. Um, I'm looking to, like, freelance for a few other brands. And so I was looking for some jobs. And I needed to touch up my resume. I hadn't updated my resume since I, like I said before, applied for my full-time job in like the fall. And I don't look the same. I have had a lot of changes. So yeah, I did that too. And let's get into the rest of the week because the rest of the week was really just like working, socializing, and visiting businesses to get out of the house and to do something other than rot in my room. Tuesday, I had a really busy day um, because it was gorgeous outside. And when the sun comes out, do not mess with me. When the sun comes out and it's warm outside, do not mess with me. My seasonal depression flies out the window. I've had no problem in my entire life. And I'm untouchable. I can do anything I want. I can, I'm so powerful in the sun and warmth. I'm so powerful because I'm happy. I'm happy as hell. Yeah. So I did a lot on Tuesday with that being said, I woke up and I said, I'm going to go thrift. I woke up a little early to say that. So I could only make it to one because a lot of them were closed and that was flying worm, um, on Jackson street in the old market. Amazing, amazing, amazing place. I need to run some cash back to them because, yeah, my card was not connecting inside of their freaking store. It looked like I was a poor, not poor, that's mean to say, but it looked like I was getting declined. And they literally let me take the graphic t-shirt anyway, which was so kind of them. And I'm going to get them back. Absolutely going to get them back. I just need to drive back downtown. But yeah, 
that was so nice of them. They were amazing. That was a good experience. It was nice just to get out of the house and like go shopping. And I like doing those kinds of things alone. Like I like going and shopping alone. I like going and just like trying things on, putting on my headphones and just doing nothing. I did that um, pretty much all week at a ton of different stores. <laughs> it's pretty much what I do every week. But um, yeah, I went there. <clears throat> that was awesome. And then I came home and I had a call, um, with one of my bosses to talk about remote work that she needed done this week. And kind of, it was like my first time starting that. So kind of walking through the process and what she expected from me, what that was going to look like. I had that and worked, um, actually, I didn't start working like right away. It was really, really nice. And so I laid out for a little bit in our backyard and got some sun. And then I packed up my bags and went and had myself a solo picnic at Memorial Park and did um, <clears throat> some work for Things Between. And that was fun. It's been really cool to be back in the fashion industry again. And it's making me itch to do more but I need to cool it because that's my issue. But yeah, I worked on, on Tuesday, line sheets, which is something I've never done before. And that was really cool to see all the new styles, see pre-orders, see the back end of things, and to kind of do the same type of work that I was doing for Shop Nelly again, because it's been a really long time since I've done anything like that. So that was Tuesday, pretty much. Yeah, I tanned um, listened to music, worked a little bit, went to my picnic, worked, came home, and the sun tired me out. I got sunburned. I was so freaking tired from the sun. I fell asleep at like 8.30 or 9. <laughs> that was my Tuesday. And then Wednesday was another eventful day. Not as nice outside, which was so unfortunate. But, um, <clears throat> I went to Mole Halls. Well, actually, I went to Target and Mole Halls. Um, I didn't get anything at either locations. I just wanted to get out of the house because I knew I had some computer work to do during the day. And I didn't want to just be cooped up inside, like, the entire day. I wanted to get some fresh air. I wanted to walk around. I wanted to be a human outside of working, you know? And so I went to Target, pretty much walked all the aisles that I was interested in just for funsies, got to see some of the new summer and spring stuff that was put out, <clears throat> amazingness, um, and then I went to Mulhalls, I love Mulhalls, like I said, I'm a huge plant, real plant stan, I'm a huge believer in real plants and the science behind how good they are for you, especially having them in your home or in your room or in your office at work. Oh my gosh, just like going and walking around and just being inside the greenhouse. It's summer. You are in summer. When you are inside a greenhouse, you're in summer. And that's why I go. It's amazing. It was not as warm today. So therefore, I went to a greenhouse. So yeah, I did those two things in the morning. Came home. <clears throat> worked. Today's work was... CRM side-ish, just inputting um, product into Shopify, um, 
yeah, it was nice to be doing something like that again. It's really funny. I was telling my parents I used to dread that kind of stuff for Shop Nelly because I was doing it weekly with our weekly drops. I would do like the like all the Shopify creating products, creating barcodes, writing descriptions, putting in the variants of colors and sizes and you name it, inventory. Tags so that people can find things correctly when they're searching, like just adding them in the right collections. It's tedious, 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 tedious work. And it's work that burns owners or people who do it often out because it's so tedious. So like when I was doing it for my business, I could not wait until I didn't do it anymore. But like to just do it for somebody else today was so fun, so nice, so cool. I so appreciated it. (laughs) It's the little things. Maybe it like one of those you don't know what you got until it's gone. Yeah. Except I don't miss having to do it like week after week after week with like 30 products because fuck that. (laughs) But I had a blast. I had a blast. And then it was my grandpa's birthday and we went to DJ's dugout, celebrated his birthday with our family and played some music bingo. And that was my day. And it's Thursday. It's only 3 a.m. on Thursday right now. So that's pretty much the whole update I can give you on my week. But typically I don't do anything on Thursdays and Fridays. I just stay in. (laughs) So that was my week. And let me get those who listen to my podcast up to date on what my like personal pattern with my health is Monday through Friday. It's wild. And it's been like this for a few months. It's gotten a little bit better lately, but not like solved. I'm still being ghosted by um, Mayo Clinic Rheumatology. So until then, I have no answers as to why this is the pattern physically with my health that I go through. But typically I start my weeks and the reason why I do my Mondays so... um, easy going is because when I was in college, I would go so hard on Mondays that I would literally get like everything done. <laughs> get like everything done for school and work. And then I'd have like nothing to do the rest of the week, which is not a bad thing, but it just, it would tire me out. It would burn me out. And it also stressed me the fuck out. Cause it made me feel like every Monday I had to go like balls to the walls for whatever reason. Cause I'm competitive with myself. <laughs> but, um, I'm rambling. (laughs) I don't know. But anyway, the whole Monday thing had nothing to do with what I was talking about. What I wanted to talk about is, like I was saying, my personal routine with my health. And not routine, but a pattern that I've noticed with my self. And this has been happening since December. Um is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm upbeat, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to do pretty much any work for my jobs that I need to do, I will put in as much time, I will be a workhorse Monday through Wednesday super, super hard. And I still will work Thursday and Friday, I'm not saying I don't, But typically by Thursday, my body is so worn out 
And this is where I'm looking into rheumatology for my physical health and how I mentioned a few episodes ago that my physical health is one of my full-time jobs and figuring that out. Sometimes by Thursdays, I can't get out of bed. Like I'm physically, my limbs and my body are so bad, which happens with, it's not the anorexia because I'm doing well with that, but it's where the rheumatology, I have a positive ANA in my blood work. There's something in there. (laughs) Autoimmune diseases run in our family. Anyway, even a few months ago, not even a few months, even a few weeks ago, it was so bad that by Friday I was tripoding myself up out of bed. Like I couldn't get out of bed. So therefore I take it pretty easy. Um, Monday, I get a good bulk of my work done Tuesdays and Wednesdays and then Thursdays and Fridays I treat as like I'm still doing the same thing but I'm likely just at home the whole day doing nothing and that's why I don't usually go out too is because I physically can't get myself out sometimes on Fridays like I'm already asleep or I am in no shape physically to be going to a bar so yeah so if you've heard the song um, Weekend by Mac Miller, <laughs> that's why I used to sing that so much and listen to it so much. It's like, hopefully I will be good by the weekend because typically I'm not good by Friday. By Friday, I'm tripoding myself out of bed and hopefully I'll be good by the weekend <laughs> and then we'll start over again on Monday. Yeah, it's so tough out here. <laughs> And some of you may be like, oh my gosh, she's so dramatic. No, like it's painful. I am 22, almost 23. And sometimes I wake up and my body feels like I have the body of a 90 year old, like arthritis feeling, um, old, frail, sore. Don't know why. Yeah. I'm not bitching. It's just like, it sucks. And it's what happens to me every week of my life. So let me talk about it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's get into routines. Uh, Cause routines also have to do with your health, mental and physical. Your routine can affect your physical health. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Let's get into it. I just said, fuck it to the highs and lows of this week. <laughs> apparently and I'm not gonna do them I'm just gonna get right into the schedule um because honestly it's a little too early to give highs and lows it's only Thursday there's still a lot of week left but today I want to talk about the importance of having a routine <laughs> yes um I learned the hard way how well it wasn't on purpose and I didn't want to do it but I learned the hard way how crucial a routine is to me at least and how my brain is wired. Um, I've had to create like a really intricate routine um, through eating disorder recovery because it was like something that really helped me follow my meal plan and have more consistency in my days, especially at the beginning of recovery. Um, I also had a really big issue with not sleeping um, when I was starting recovery. And so that was another thing was starting like a sleep schedule. And so I want to walk you through the process of what it was like for me starting routine and then what it was like to just get into that routine. And now I'm in it. It's like, I've never 
done anything else. And most weeks look the same. Most days look the same. And I pretty much do like all of my self-care and home care on like the same day of the week every week. And then my routine of just taking care of myself and making sure that I have like a regimen um, is pretty laid back. But I'll walk you through the, um, I'll start an eating disorder recovery and kind of like how we started making a routine and it started with sleep first. Number one, you guys know I love <clears throat> Miss Emma, Miss Emma Chamberlain. I love her. I love her. Um, but I also love her coffee. And <clears throat> my mom was so kind to get, um, I had not tried the pods. She made uh, like K-cups. Um, I used to do just her like espresso um, and I still would, but I just don't have my espresso machine on me. I lost it. I don't know where it went. <laughs> Hence the, well, I moved out of my house and shit's still at my ex's yeah I don't know I lost my espresso machine so I needed these k-cups and she got the family blend pods I have done the fancy mouse espresso blend love it have done it a few times and um the k-cups are just as amazing art on it's beautiful coffee tastes wonderful Emma never misses that's my first fave Let me backpedal and say that my routine was royally effed because I was running Shopnelli. And at this point, I was the only one running it. I didn't have Mo or Kelsey as our interns yet or as employees. I just had myself. And so I was in school full time. At one point, I was working two other part time jobs and then I was running Shopnelli. And so I didn't really have any sort of routine or consistency because all I was doing was waking up, going to work or going to whatever shift I needed to be at, working on school, working on Shop Nelly, and then repeating it. And it was never at the same time. It was never at, like nothing. I had no routine. I would just wake up and cross my fingers and run like a maniac trying to get everything done. And obviously, that was one of my issues when it came to developing anorexia. Um, but also that was one of my issues in my stress is like, how would your days not feel stressful? (laughs) Like if that's how you have it set up, I had like organization, you know, like I was planned. I knew what I had on those days, but it was all like a surprise. I was just like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I'll figure it out when I get there. And for me and how anxious I get, that is a not a good way for me to live my life. And it was not a good way for me to live my life at all. So yeah, we started first by we, I mean, not me, (laughs) we was my treatment team, uh, Jess and Amy. And it was more on the therapy side, figuring out like a schedule. So with my queen, Amy, Um, but we started with starting a sleep schedule and essentially what that looked like was it was like one of the first things we did because like I said, when I started recovery, I had a really big issue sleeping. Um, again, translated to like school stress shop Nelly because my mind was always running. I always had something I could be working on. So if I like, if my head hit the pillow and I couldn't shut my brain down, I always knew I had like work to do, which is a really 
for me, a bad way to look at it because I will work nonstop if people let me or if I let myself. And I would just like try to sleep, fight it, like toss and turn, and then wake up and go out into the living room in our old apartment and be up until like dawn. (laughs) Yeah. So that was an issue. And that's something that I or my treatment team wanted to nip in the butt pretty early. And so we did. We started making a sleep routine. And Amy was like, um, you have no idea how good it is for you. And this was a while ago, so I, this is not verbatim. But like, it's really good for you to wake up at the same time every day and go to bed at the same time every day. And it doesn't have to be like clockwork, you know, like exact same time or else. No, but like just around the same time so that your body gets used to it. Your mind gets used to it. It's literally just a routine that you've built for your body. Um, so I started doing that and I started seeing like a lot of improvements just in like my mental health and my energy just by having like a consistent sleep schedule and shutting my brain, my brain, <laughs> shutting my brain off um, at the same time every day and um I also had to kind of like learn tactics to shut my mind down, shut my brain down if I couldn't sleep, what to do. Um, Yeah, so getting in a sleep routine was the first thing. And it was really hard. It wasn't easy at the beginning because, like I said, I was so like wired at this point that like not on drugs. I was just mentally wired. Like I could never shut my brain off that the sleep routine did not come easily and it did not come naturally. It took a little while to adjust to and to like actually make it a routine. But once I did, I started to see like the benefits of it in my day-to-day life, in my work life, in my personal life. Um, And I still very much recommend a sleep routine, even though last night I did not have a very good routine in my sleep, but it was the first night in a long time. You can do stuff like that. Again, with the black and white thinking, like you can have a late night and not beat yourself up about it if you want to have like a sleep regimen. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Anyway, that's the sleep routine stuff. Yay for that. That's when I started sleeping too with like a noise machine. Um, when I stopped, like I used to drink coffee before bed. (laughs) I used to drink Coke before bed. I used to drink caffeine before bed. Ugh, I was a menace to society. Why would you do that? Anyway, not anymore. So yeah, and I'll let you in on a little secret. Yeah, if you can't sleep, Amy says, (laughs) it works. I do this still if I'm having a night that I can't sleep. If I like, my head hits my pillow, I haven't been on my phone, I've tried to sleep, I literally have just been trying to sleep and I can't sleep. Um, What I would do and what Amy would tell me to do in these instances once I was deeper in recovery is get out of bed, go sit on like the couch or something and read or write whatever you're thinking or draw or do something for the love of God, don't get on a screen. It's true. If you get on a screen at night, it stimulates your brain. It wake you up. It wake you up. (laughs) Let's see if I can find something on that actually, because I've always wondered about this, but I've never done my own research on it. So let's look up Does 
getting on your phone. Stimulate your brain before bed. God, <laughs> my iPad's it's taken a little while. Um, before <laughs> bed. Okay. This is from a dot org. Um, well, that's kind of not a great article, but we'll go. Well, not a great answer, not a great article, but technically, yes. <laughs> um, it reduces the total amount of REM sleep, compromises alertness the next morning. Blue light is harmful to your eyes. I had blue light glasses and then I broke out on accident. But it says it's going to be more difficult for you to relax and go to sleep. Well, they're talking about like seeing stuff that is upsetting to you before you go to bed on your phone, which is, I feel like it can be true. So I'll read it anyway. It's going to be more difficult for you to relax and go to sleep now that you're all fired up. Even if it's not upsetting content, keeping your mind engaged by scrolling through your phone can trick your brain into thinking it needs to stay awake. Stop with the screens before bed. Stop with the screens. I know it's so hard. I still do it sometimes. I still do it every night before bed. But like to, if you can't sleep and you get on your phone, you're going to be up longer. You're going to be up longer. It's not the correct thing to do, but yeah. So let's talk routine. I started a routine or my routine lifestyle, (laughs) my routine lifestyle started when we actually started doing open shop hours at the HQ, um, I wanted to be open, but I also was having a really hard time with the concept that we weren't a storefront was amazing for me because again, it was just me and there was no way I would have been able to be open Monday through Saturday storefront hours or else I would have had nothing going on except for shop Nelly. I mean, it was pretty much that way anyway, but like I really would have just been at the store like the entire time. So hence on that. Um, But my routine started when we started open shop hours this spring after the HQ opened. Um, When we first started letting people like come in and shop and or just come in and pick up like local pickups, not during specific hours, just like during Monday through Thursday or Monday, no, Tuesday through Friday, that's when I started a routine. And honestly, starting local pickup, or not local pickup hours, starting open shop hours was a way for me to get myself into a routine because I was spiraling so hard with Shop Nelly with no routine that like just giving my days structure and having like a definite like start point and end point, knowing I was going to be at the office at this time only, made boundaries and it made blocks in my day that I did not have at all prior to recovery. So yes, open shop was obviously (laughs) for people to come try stuff on, feel stuff, grab orders and all that stuff. We needed to do that and we had the space to do it. But it also built a schedule for me that I ended up using that like, um, Tuesday through Friday open shop schedule was like my personal schedule. I worked everything around it for like appointments, for therapy, for um, 
my recovery, for trips, for meeting with friends. It was all around that. And that's when I started to get into a routine. And when I started seeing how beneficial a routine can be to your daily life, truly. That's when I started going to yoga before work. That's when I started um, really honing in on my meal plan, packing snacks. I want to talk about too, when I first started eating disorder recovery, I was at a point where, um, of course, I mean, I was anorexic. This is, I do not recommend, and I'm not saying this is a good thing, but I was at the point where I had no hunger cues. I have, was not eating any meals. And so getting to the point where we were eating three meals, we, I mean, me, and then dinner was always with my ex at home. And that was always great because it, it made structure. And um, I want to talk about how starting recovery, starting my meal plan, and then just starting to eat three meals and three snacks a day like I had to on my meal plan also helped me get into a routine because food needs to be a part of your routine, period. You need energy to work. You need energy to get through your day. And so food needs to be part of your routine. Something else that I started during uh, my time at Shop Nelly in the HQ was um, making sure that I built time into my schedule every week to like socialize with people. Um, so coffee dates with friends, um, going on walks with friends, having people over, going over somewhere, just doing something. Because the thing about me, <laughs> the thing about me, I've told you guys a lot of things about me, but the thing about me is... Um, I'm extra, I'm an introverted extrovert. I'm an introverted extrovert. That's what I call myself because like you've probably seen this example before in a room full of loud people and loud personalities. I'm going to be the quiet one. I'm going to let those people, I'm going to, I'm never going to try to outshine somebody. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not going to fight for attention. If you're going to be the loudest one in the room, I don't have a problem with it. If you have a loud personality, I don't have a problem with it, but I am not going to match your energy. I'm just going to sit back and watch you and to listen to you. But however, if I am the loudest one in the room and I'm in a room full of quiet people, I will absolutely be the loudest personality and loudest voice in the room. Um, I will lead the conversation. I will try to bring people into the conversation. I read the room. (laughs) I read the room. But with that being said, since I'm an introverted extrovert, I don't really want to go out. I don't really want to socialize. It takes everything in me to like really get out of the house and give a shit (laughs) like really um but I have to it's so good for me I feel great after I see my people always and so I plan ahead or I try to plan ahead some sort of hangout with one of my girls or guys (laughs) um during the week um so that I have something to look forward to I have something personal that has nothing to do with work that has nothing to do with anything else that I can just go relax and look forward to in the week like if that means it's picking a new coffee shop to go visit with my friend Faith or with Kara or whatever. <laughs> like it's something new, it's something exciting, and it's on the schedule for us to look forward to. I recommend. I also try to work in not only just friends, but family, um, making time to go see my niece, making time to go see my grandparents or hang out with my grandparents, go get brunch with my grandma and grandpa, vice versa, whatever it is. Um, build personal 
hangouts in your schedule. I know it's probably hard and it probably sounds stupid too because like naturally that's what we do with our friends, but life gets ahead of you so fast and then all of a sudden you haven't seen somebody in three weeks and that's just how it goes or like years or months. So yeah, be intentional. Do it for yourself as well. I mean like not in a selfish way, but like you need to socialize with your friends. You need to socialize with people. Make sure you have a morning or an evening that you always get to see in your week somebody and you get to socialize. And that doesn't, I don't mean going out on a Friday night either. That is not what I mean. (laughs) That is not what I mean. I mean, during the grind of like Monday through Thursday specifically, have a refresher, have something fun in there. Have something fun in there (laughs) because it makes, it makes your week so much better. Another thing I would recommend for your routine, and this is pretty hypocritical of me because I have been lazy in this aspect. It is just, well, it's been two things. Number one, laziness and not wanting to do it. Just need to get myself to do it again. But number two, kind of like I talked about at the beginning of this episode, my health, (laughs) my physical health, especially, I'm actually doing great right now. Yay. But um, it comes in waves. But I literally like <laughs> stop doing yoga. I, I'm saying I recommend working out for fuck's sake. Can I get it out? I'm saying I recommend working out in your routine. I'm not saying I recommend overworking out. I'm not saying I recommend, you know, I'm not, I am not doing that. No, but like, I actually was rambling with my mom about this is that everyone always looks at working out as like a way to work on your f- physical like your physique. I think people need to look at, and I think a lot of people do, but like the way that um, the workout industry and the way that they sell stuff too, and like sell gym gym memberships, sell (sighs) protein, sell dietary supplements, sell all that kind of stuff. They use the physical to sell that industry. And so I think a lot of people end up thinking about the physical when you're working out. But more than anything, it should be about the mental because the endorphins that are released when you work out, you feel amazing afterwards. And if you pick a workout that you truly enjoy, like what I'm trying to say with this is I love yoga. I love yoga. It changed my life. It's like a workout that I will never get tired of. But um, when I was in like, a, ooh, this routine is amazing. I was waking up before work and doing yoga, but not like a harsh workout, more of like a, I'm stretching my body, I'm waking up my mind, and I'm like settling into the day before I go full work mode and get stressed and get like, have things that I can't control. I'm going to have this morning of like an hour of practice at home where I can be in control of my thoughts and my movement and um, center. So again, I'm being a little hypocritical because I am not doing yoga right now. I used to do it a lot and I have not touched my mat in months. I've had a lot going on though too, but yeah, like I was saying, it was uh, number one laziness. It's just me not wanting to go. And then number two, for a long time, I was not going because um, literally I couldn't get out of bed or I thought that if I went and I was sore, I'd literally have to get carried up the stairs because my body was so fatigued and frail. (laughs) Yeah. But Power Life, if you're in Omaha, go to Power Life. They're in other states too. Amazing studio. 
I never feel judged. I never feel um, looked down on like while I'm practicing there, especially when I was new, that was really nerve wracking for me. And it's nerve wracking for a lot of people who start yoga is like, am I going to go to the studio and everyone's going to be doing headstands and handstands. And I don't even know how to do a downward facing dog (laughs) and they're going to yell at me or look at me weird. No power life would never power life would never. And they give you so many options of like, if you haven't been to this class or if you haven't done this ever in your life before, please do take some sort of like substitution in this movement or like do what feels good for your body. They want you to listen to your body. They want you to listen to what feels good. So yeah, um, part of my routine and something that I want to add back into my routine is working out. Um, right now working out is walks for me, but yoga, yoga is so good for you and you don't have to go to a studio. You can practice at home. There's so many free YouTube videos. There's so many, like if you don't want to spend the money on a studio because they are expensive, you can practice at home. I practiced at home probably more than I practiced at a studio, but the studio gives you like a community feel. So depends on what you're looking for. Anyway, shut up about yoga. (laughs) Shut up about yoga, Kirsten. Seriously. It's ridiculous. Shut up about it. Yeah, so, so far we've talked about a sleep routine, a food routine, if you will, scheduling time, scheduling social time, Um, adding some sort of workout in there uh, for your mental, not for your physical, just simply for your mental if that's your gist or your vibe, something you like to do. Um, And honestly, that's pretty much like what I try to do when I'm building my routine. And then when it comes to the weekends, my weekends used to be non-existent because it was when I was owning Shop Nelly that they were non-existent because I owned a business where we popped up every weekend once or twice. And so I was literally like living out of – Ikea bags and <laughs> um, my car on the weekends for Shop Nelly pop-ups. But now, and when I started working full-time in the fall, and then I carried this into my routine now, is I don't really do much on the weekends. Like on Friday, I usually stay in. Like I said, I do not like going out. So Fridays I stay in and just kind of rot in my room or rot in the basement. <laughs> and then Saturday and Sunday... I take those days to relax, hang out with family, hang out with friends, run errands, go grocery shopping, deep clean, do laundry. Um, every other week, this is a good routine for you guys. You got you to gotta wash your sheets. You got to wash your sheets in comforter. I do it every other or every two weeks. And then I do my laundry every Sunday. And so then by Monday, like I said, how I take my Monday slow, I can just put my laundry away or finish my laundry or finish the things that I didn't get done over the weekend. It's a great tactic, you guys. It is a great tactic. I'm not saying it's what you should do because I don't know what your schedule looks like. I don't know what your life looks like, but it works so well for me. So well. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much everything on like schedules. I want to say, um, let me talk about what it's like when you don't have a schedule. Let me talk about when I was out of a schedule and I was living nowhere. I had no home and um, I had no routine and how out of control it got for me. Let's do that so I can show you the contrary of 
this is what I like my routine to look like. And this is what happened when I didn't have a routine for a long time. It can get ugly for me. Okay, so let's talk about getting out of a routine and how that like spiraled me like crazy. I need, specifically for me, I need a routine. I need a routine because of my eating disorder. It just makes life so much easier for me and a lot more, mm, like I can handle it a lot better if I have a routine Uh, with the anxiety. With the anxiety, if I don't have a routine, I'll just get overwhelmed and I will shut down. I will shut down, straight up shut down. And that's exactly what happened. So it was um, pretty much I got out of a routine right when I got out of my relationship because I had to move out of that house. I lost my dog. I lost all of my like... um, my routine at that house. Like I had made a really good routine in like meal prepping and grocery shopping and what I was doing there and like my cleaning routine, my laundry routine. And then it was all shook to the core, obviously. Um, my routine was completely flipped upside down in like the matter of a week. And then my routine was completely ripped from me when I left that house um, because I had nowhere to live and no one could fully understand again how bad the situation was. Everybody that I asked for help either didn't respond or, um, yeah, didn't respond. <laughs> yep. Um, and so I was literally texting anybody that I could think of, but also whoever responded first, like for me to stay with them is who I would go stay with because it was winter. I didn't have a winter coat. I didn't have food. I didn't have a lot of money. Um, Yeah. So that was that. Not having a routine, not having a place to stay, not having any consistency at all. Um, Number one made my eating disorder spiral. And because if I don't have accessibility to food, if I don't have a consistency in my eating routine, if I don't have consistency in planning my meals and planning my snacks and meal prepping and grocery shopping and picking out the food that I am going to eat for the week, it's as simple as that. It can get very bad for me, and it got very bad for me. Um, That was one thing. Second thing was um, sleep schedule. I was at this point, my body was in fight or flight mode, seriously, Uh, trauma, the things I was going through, but then also like, I think everything came to a head too. Like I've had a, I had a very traumatizing year and um, it all came to a head when all of this started happening too. Um, but I couldn't sleep. So take the sleep routine out of it. I literally would, I wasn't an insomniac. I know people like to throw that word around loosely. I was not an insomniac. I just was traumatized and legitimately fight or flight could not shut my brain down ever or sleep. So like I would run on zero hours of sleep or I'd run on like very minimal hours of sleep and then try to continue my day normally, um, only running on like two or three hours of sleep and barely any food because I didn't have any. (laughs) Yeah. Um, or I did if I'd like was out of friends or sleeping out of friends and that was awesome. Thank you, Taylor, for the food. (laughs) Thank you, Taylor, for the food so much, so much. Um, but yeah, so that started to get pretty out of control. 
And then another thing about a routine, (laughs) I am on um, anxiety medicine. I have to be on it. It literally makes my brain fully function. Um, If I stop taking my anxiety, so Kirsten on anxiety medicine is who you hear on the podcast. I can talk for days. I can, um, I pronunciate my words pretty well, I would say. I can get through sentences pretty easily. You don't hear me stutter a lot or get caught in my words a lot because I just naturally don't. Um, Obviously, I do sometimes. Everyone does sometimes. But if I'm off my anxiety medicine, I have a stutter. Kirsten off her anxiety medicine is country Kirsten because I will literally start to, in the middle of a sentence, just all completely lose train of thought or I'll just trip over my words. I sound like chip and brain. I sound like sleepy Joe sometimes when I don't have my freaking anxiety medicine. I literally just stutter. I stutter over everything because my brain moves so fucking fast that if I don't have my anxiety medicine to kind of be helping up there, my mouth can't even keep up with my (laughs) brain and my body can't keep up with my brain. So let's back up and say at this point when I was homeless, essentially, routineless, asking for help and not receiving it from anybody, (laughs) even like people I barely talked to, I reached out to and was like, can I stay with you, please? This is what's going on. Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Damn. If I got a text like that, oh my God, I'd be like, yes, come over. I have, I'm going to make food for you. I'm going to heat up a blanket. I'm going to make your room so cozy and you are here to stay, queen, until you need to leave. Anyway, I'm getting worked up, (laughs) but um, I didn't have my medicine or I was running out of my medicine or I don't even remember. I think I didn't have it. Yeah, I literally didn't have it on me. So I like went weeks without taking my anxiety medicine. So you go with the sleep routine's gone. The daily routine is gone. The food routine is out the window. The medicine that I need to survive is out the window. My anxiety is so bad when I wasn't on my medicine, my heart rate, like I could literally, I would have to stop and like either hold my hand on my chest and on my um, watch, like take my, I think, is it an ECG? That's on my home screen of my Apple watch. But like, I would literally feel my heart rate. I could feel it pounding out of my chest. Sometimes it'd be so hard. I'd like ask somebody else to put their hand on it because I was like, am I, is this for real? Like I said a few episodes ago, my blood pressure can get so high because of my anxiety. So like literally my body and my mind were shot because I was out of a routine. I was out of everything that I needed to do to make myself healthy and well mentally and physically. And I was in fight or flight. This is obviously a very, 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 very extreme version of being out of a routine Um, but also being out of a routine could just look like coming back from vacation and trying to get back into it. Um, but this I hold on to because I was in a routine, such a like regimen, really healthy routine for so long. And then like nothing, I had no routine and I was begging for a routine for 90 days and somehow people couldn't understand that. (laughs) But now that I'm back in one, that's why I understand I understood it before, but I understand it in a completely different way that I never thought I would be able to comprehend how important a routine is for your health mentally and physically. Oh my God. So good. 
But yeah, <laughs> that's the story. Also, I'm going to politely flame <clears throat> every person I text and ask to like, hey, could I stay with you? I have nowhere to stay right now. I'm low-key homeless. I understand getting that message may be shocking and it may be what the fuck is going on. But I would like to say is if somebody texts you that, they're probably not fucking around. <clears throat> if somebody texts you that, they're probably not fucking around. So why would you just not respond? Probably if you're a bad human being. Probably that. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, the amount of people that straight up, like, and I wasn't asking for much, you guys. I literally, and T- Taylor Thomas, she can testify. If I stayed with somebody during this point in time, I would make sure that I was helping them too. Because like, they took me in out of the kindness of their own hearts. And so I'd help them with laundry. I'd help them with meal prepping their food. If I was eating their food, I would cook it for them. (laughs) Or I'd offer to go get groceries or get us coffee or whatever. I wasn't like leeching off of people. I just needed somewhere to fucking stay. And the anger that I had inside of me during this point in time because of how shitty people are. I text like 20 people that like I no, okay. Well, a lot of them I knew really well. And then there were some stragglers of like, I am at my last resort and I just need help. I literally lost all of my hope in humanity. I literally lost all of my hope in humanity and in my friends, <laughs> except for a few of them. Um, because why the fuck would you not answer to that? Why the fuck would you not answer to that? And if you don't want to offer the help or if you can't offer the help, say that. So... If I text you and you didn't text me back, you're burned (laughs) and fuck off. But anyway, that's the episode and we are on the up. I don't want to end the episode on a negative. I am in a routine now and I'm doing well. I'm doing really well actually in my life, in my personal life, in my work life. I feel very at ease. I feel very centered Um, and I'm going to toot my own horn and say I deserve it because for fuck's sake, guys, I'll tell the story of what my last like three months has been not get into detail about like the traumatizing and triggering and scary things, but you guys deserve an explanation (laughs) because I've talked about it a lot, but guys, I don't even know where to start. I'm gonna have to get a whiteboard. I'm gonna have to draw it out. Maybe that'll be next episode. I don't know. Um, but yeah, everything was legitimate. (laughs) And anyway, routine, doing good. Keep a routine. It's good for you. This is why I think it's good for you. This is what happened to me when I got out of a routine. It's not the only time I've gotten out of a routine. And that was the most uh, horrifying time I've gotten out of a routine. So don't think that's going to happen to you, right? As you get out of a routine, you're not going to be homeless. (laughs) I promise. (laughs) You just stop having a routine and you lose your home. That's not what happens. Um, But yeah, thanks for listening.